Hi, this is Will. And this is Jay. Welcome to our podcast, Not, not Just, just sports. sports. Just two bros sitting down talking about everything, not just sports. On this series, we'll be taking you with us on the trios and spills, highs and lows, disappointments and excitements at the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. And of course, they can only be one winner. So as you say in Niger, breakfast will reach everybody. To today's episode of the World Cup series on your favorite podcast, not just sports with Will and Jay. I'm Will. I'm Jay. It's nice to have you guys with us. So we'll just kick off, go dive right in, you know, fixtures of yesterday, what happened, and the fixtures of today, what we expect to happen. All right, let's kick off. So, Josh, round of 16 fixtures yesterday, France, Poland, England, Senegal. We- Came close to hitting the correct score twice, lost out on one. Uh, yeah, lost sadly, nearly lost out on the second one. But oh well, we moved. So yes, how did you see the games of yesterday? I feel like the games were actually um, easy to predict. Uh, uh, reason why I say that is because I already talked about um, this round of sixteen being the, the one that the big dogs actually show why they are the big dogs, right? Yeah. And I feel yesterday was just a typical example of that. Uh, the way they played, um, the way they carried themselves, the way they slaughtered the attacks. Um, as I said, I wasn't really expecting anything for Poland. Uh, I think the penalty given to them was just like a last gap of hope thrown to them so that they will not um, leave the competition without like a fight or something like that. Although there was no steel fight because scoring on the 99th minute and when you're already training your down means like there's nothing actually in the game. Yeah, consolation goal. Yeah, exactly, a consolation goal. So I feel like that's what it was all about. Um, France stopped the attacks. We know most times when you're a big um, team coming into the game, sometimes what complacency can actually kick in and then you don't get to perform how you want to perform, right? Yeah. But I felt like um, despite all the hopes from the French supporters for France to actually perform, they stopped the attacks and they carried out brilliantly. Well, okay, so it, it's, I would say it's not for lack of trying, you know, on the side of Poland, because if you, but if you actually, if you didn't watch the game, yeah, and you took a look at the stats, you'd see that there was not really much per se to separate the two teams. Let's say just like um, four shots extra, because, mm-hmm. yeah, four shots, um, France had 16 shots, Poland had 12 shots. Eight on target, three on target, you know, this kind of um, stats, then possession of 65 45. So, like, if you take a look at the stats, you wouldn't really see um, the domination from the French. Yeah, the domination from the French team, unless you had watched the game. But yes, first half goal, um, Olivier Giroud, 44 minutes, close to halftime. Then, Kylian Mbappe still in the show in the second half with two goals, one in the 74th minute and another. 90 plus one. I, I mean, it's it's only fair that Poland to score 90 plus because they, sc- <laughs> they considered 90 plus. When you look at the caliber of goals that were scored at that point in time, you can't say it's only fair because Mbappe's goal was out of the world. It's not it's not something that many players score. Yeah. Right? We know that only, only actually, most times, not only not say only, most times it's a big player that actually do this consistently. Yeah. Right. Um, so I won't say it was not deserved. 
Um, with the penalty, yes, penalty definitely deserved because he fell down and he got a penalty in the box, so he worked for it, right? He got his yeah, to the box, but he got yeah. a penalty. But when you look at the caliber of um, Mbappe's two goals, you have to understand the reason why he's tipped to be uh, the world best very soon. But yeah, Lewandowski finally got his goal. I, I think he scored one yeah. in the group stage, but then, you know, he got another goal. And, but sad, sadly for him, they're out. I, I don't think it's also sadly, right? I feel like um, this is where the... This was the best place they could, they they could reach, to, right? Yeah. So they should take their head up high and go back to their club football and be part of the chess and be like, yes, they performed well. Uh, you can also give credit to Mati Cash because um, he actually performed very, very well in the first half against Mbappe. I think that's the issue with most of these um, countries right now. Yeah. You are so well at the first 20 minutes, right? Just keep up that intensity, try and see it till halftime without conceding and then from there onwards you can actually push yourself back into the game and try and win something. Win something. But that's the issue I've been seeing, right? Um, we saw it against um, against Netherlands for USA yeah. where they considered two in the first half. We saw it against Australia for um, Argentina where they Argentina scored in the first half and second half by the time they had scored two, they felt like they already won the game. Yeah. And we saw the same thing for France. 44 minutes, so that's when the goal came in, you can imagine. And back to England also, I know we haven't talked about the game yet, but still the exact same thing. If the underdogs, like for the remaining um, round of 16 games, if the underdogs feel like they really want to have something in it, especially in this game of Japan, Korea, for um, Croatia, for, for example, Japan has to see the game to half time without conceding or with scoring. Okay, uh, yeah, so. France, Poland, 3-1. I think there's something you said just now, you know, um, trying to be consistent in the first half, you know, and like taking that consistency to the second half and then trying to fight for something out of the game. I think that that also kind of applied to in, um, to Senegal yes. in yesterday's game against England because, you know, in the first half, they, they tried their best. They tried their best to hold off England, you know, to like limit their playing pattern. Yes. And they even created chances too that forced a save or, um, from Pickford. Yeah, and, yeah, so like they created, they, they staved off the English attack and then they created their own chances. But like you said, consistency, carrying that same energy until the half until the halftime whistle is blown and then inside the second half. So what do you think? What do you think about that game yesterday, England Senegal? I feel like um the England Senegal game was a typical um how, how would I put it? How the, I don't know how exactly to explain it, but let me, let me I want to explain from the Senegal point of view, right? Yeah. But let me explain from the England point of view. For England, it was, it was simple. It was the same thing with France. Okay, yes, the world is basically to win. Quite all right, they're playing against the, the African champions, right? Which is um, the the young one coming from Senegal. Yeah. Uh, you are the champions of Africa. You are supposed to like, at least have a bragging rights. You understand that Salimani is not playing, and that's Definitely, a very big yeah, blow to you. Yeah. If they take out Harry Kane from the English team, it's actually going to be a very huge missing factor there. So we understand that Salimani is not playing, and he's your best player. And he's not playing, but he got the round of 16. And I felt like, um, unlike before the game, the previous episode of our podcast, where yeah. I didn't give them a, a fighting chance, when watching them play, they actually showed that they had what they had it in them. Yeah. I expected um, Kai Walker to hold off um, Ismail Akbar, and he actually showed that. But in space of that, uh, um, Bulaidia, for example, he was yeah. actually um, causing problems for 
uh, Harry Maguire and John Stones. And when you look at that aspect, you see that, okay, yes, they came with the 442. And that 442 was not something that England was built to defend against, right? They then playing their poetry tree, they would be susceptible to the 442 formation, formation yeah, from the Senegalese yeah. team. But at the end of the day, what we talked about is simple. When you do this, try and just hold it consistently. England wasn't playing well and they were so bad that Senegal would have easily gone to go ahead with counter yeah, that playing. Yeah. But they did not take their chances. And that's what we always talk about in football, take your chances. When England scored, that was Henderson's first shot on target in, the, in this World Cup. Yeah. And I really, I think it's not, it's not really with the Senegalese team, right? I know they really tried quite all right. They broke their defense easily for the goals to come in. But I feel like the issue, biggest issue was with the goalkeeper. Yeah, Edward because Mendy. The goals that he considered were not to be considered. Um, Contents around, I doubt Jordan Pickford. I, I criticized them Pickford a lot. But if Pickford was in that situation, those, that first goal wouldn't have entered. Let me, that's what I'm sure about. The second goal, um, Yes, we talk about goalkeepers making themselves big in that play. I think that's something that is done in their training. Yeah. We saw it again for Argentina Australia, where Martinez had to make himself very big uh, in the last save he made for the game. And you saw how crucial it was. I felt like he was indecisive. Um, when I say he, I'm talking about uh, Mendy. Mendy. Mendy was indecisive, and that's what caused it. But at that point, then we also saw that Harry Kane was not even looking at the post. He was not looking at the goalkeeper. I was just fixed on the ball. So at that point, then I, I felt like he was reading the action of hurricane which is not right for a goalkeeper at that point in time which we know that first thing to do is but make yourself as big as possible and keep your eyes on the ball. the ball yeah exactly so i felt like he was on his eyes on the player trying to guess what king was going yeah. to do and when the shot finally came in and then last one the third, the third goal, what can yeah. we say that was we agree that it was clinical from soccer the cheap the little cheap and all but still mending at least you should have gotten a glove on that, on that ball. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I feel like he's the reason why they're out. And what can I say? Probably uh, it's the loss, of, the loss in, in confidence. Maybe he be. was going through in Chelsea. I don't I don't really know. But he's the reason why Senegal is out. Um, I created Senegal this team for playing well. I didn't see them playing that well. It could have easily ended 5-0. Yeah. Um, but they stopped the attacks and did not go out as... Yeah, they, they, I mean, African champions, they didn't, they didn't go out with such a banging loss per se. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's a banging loss. I mean, three, three nil is, three nil is yeah, actually... Yeah, in the World Cup, three yeah, is actually, it's, it's actually a big score. Big score like, can you imagine that for um, for England, that was the highest score? In, in a knockout the round, yeah. That's, that's crazy. So that's, that's the how big the score line is. Uh, we saw him in room play against Brazil and we won him. What can I say? <laughs> Senegal should have done better. Yeah, that what 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 kind of pissed me about this England game, you know, the first like twenty minutes when it felt like they were always avoiding the soccer um Saka's wing and going towards Phil Foden. Quite all right, yeah. I mean, Phil Foden is a, is a talent for sure. But then it was almost like a repeat of what we saw in the Brazil, Brazil. game versus Cameroon. It was almost a repeat because this wing with Saka was open and there was no traffic there. It was basically just him and everyone was piling up at Foden's side of the pitch. And, in you know, it, it, I, 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 I kept wondering why... That was happening. Whether they were not seeing the way things were playing out on the pitch, or whether it's because we have like a bird's eye view or like an omnipresent kind of view of the pitch, that's why we can see these things. I feel like despite the aspect of we having a bird's eye view and be able to see, able to see pitch completely, and I know it's not the same thing for the players, but um, 
this is something that you work on, right? You yeah. work daily. We saw them play in the first game and that was not there. Yeah. The boots uh, flanks were being used. Yeah. And that was Sterling and um, Saka. Saka. And then Foden comes in and we agree that um, Foden has a creative outlet, right? But I felt like it was not just about Saka. It was about um, Saka and Kaioka. They really didn't feel that these two had a connection. To yeah, exactly. Out. And this was the fastest wing on for, for, yes, for the English for team. The, yeah. Because um, Saka, um, Saka is faster than Phil Foden, both um, close control and you know, yeah. speed. But and I'm sorry, and Kaiwaka is also faster than Luke Shaw. If you are pushing the ball to that wing, this is the thing to take, we say for Brazil, it should be a tactic. It should not be a limitation. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it should be exactly. something that, okay, we pile it up to this place. We know how much of a runner Jude Bellingham is. Jude Bellingham breaks free, goes to that other wing, making his trip layer. That's Jude Bellingham, Saka, and Kawaka. And then you hit the. For goodness sake, we thought Maguire hitting all those long passes. Maguire looks sure. Yeah. Foden, even Foden could do it. And right? and, and like the, I think I think for like the first that's it. still in like the first twenty minutes of the game. I I said something because you know there was this chance that Bellingham like create sort of created where he got the ball and beat the defenders and crossed it inside, like crossed it in the box. Yeah, attackers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like. Because Harry Kane was not in the yes. box, so he had dropped back. Yeah, so and Saka our, fell into Philly in yeah, position, yeah, leaving that position, that position open. open. And when the cross came in, West um, Kane should have been the one to miss it. Yeah, and, and Saka should have been the one to put it in. in that, that I, I, I understand. I I feel like maybe it's a tactic. I don't know from from Gareth Southgate. Um, we really can't criticize it because of England went oh, on to, to win, win the game, yeah, right? And um, they went on to win the game with them showing the individual quality. No, of their but see, players. but see now, right? After the first goal from Henderson, after the first goal from Henderson, we started seeing them using the, the wing, both yes. wings. So like, why didn't you do this initially? That, that's the problem. Like when we watched Saka and watched Martinelli for um, the, the idea was not of them scoring right mm-hmm. um, if it's about okay give the ball to these guys so they can score then it makes sense to hold up the ball there yes. allow them to come in definitely but we you, you have two creators on your wings folding and um soccer and you have your little man as hurricane in the middle yeah so it should be more or less we are able to get left with it right yeah and they have that pass in them we saw what happened when Saka in that same that same um, first half yeah. after the goal, Saka created a very clear chance for Hurricane to score. The one he 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 took yeah, by the goals. And that was what we were looking for, right? Many people didn't come to watch um I'm sure every English fan out here is here, let's say despite Arsenal fans, right? Yeah. Because we we want we want Saka to be the best, best English, English player. player. But I feel that's that falls for everything every single club that has a player there, right? But many English fans in a whole did not come to watch Saka win the Golden Boots. But yeah. did not come to watch Saka be the top goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. They came to watch him be the creator, right? Yeah. When you have Foden and Saka on the team, you have Kane there, we expect to see Kane with six goals. Definitely, yeah. Understand? Exactly. And we understand that Kane is falling back to a link up play and stuff like that. But despite that, the chances are being created for him and just are created for him when they are using both flanks. They came to realize which was a good thing earlier, and it helped them to win training. No, I feel like unlike Brazil. Yeah, I know. I I I feel like sometimes they should just tell Harry Kane that bro, be a top yeah. nine. Yes. Like, cause you know, if if Harry Kane is like 
central station you get if he's there then you, we can now see like jude bellingham's actual um like rule per se because when king keeps coming back he keeps dropping to the middle he keeps dropping to the wing and then we now see like bellingham like moving moving, moving like, forward, yeah. like, that kind of thing but like if hurricane is there then we'll get to actually see that creativity from the flanks and that creativity from the middle with them um, with like um bellingham henderson or rice or like whoever is there we actually ha- get to see that but and it's it's actually what happened for that hurricane's goal right um how how did how did how did they even come it, it, the thing came from the, it felt like for, it came from the corner and from that corner when when Saka tried clearing the ball yes, yes, okay. it felt to break out for a counter for a counter and, and that counter the reason why Kim scored for the counter was because he was up front exactly if he was not if it was usual, 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 yeah. usual he would be the one to actually clear Give that pass ball. or clear the ball you understand well yeah. I don't know um what we can say is first of all just give credit to them that they actually won it worked <laughs> for them yeah but when we go when we go beyond that when we go beyond that yeah it's not like an interview where you say that uh we, the world knows how little kane is and they always knew he was going to score but i feel um hurricane has accepted the facts that his country can win without, without him scoring yeah and because of that creativity that he has that he has grown in him over the past couple of years he sees uh, he has faith in his wingers and yeah. his midfielders and his overlapping midfielders that they will still finish the chance when it's yeah, scored. Yeah, they will still find a way to score. Right? Yeah. We're talking about, we talk about England having 12 goals already and this was the 12 goal they had in the last World Cup. High chance that they go, to, they go against France and they don't score anything and they go out and they still remain the still on Yeah, that's But true. the difference it shows now is that they ended in the, they ended in the, this, in the third place match in the yeah. last World Cup. That was how, how close they close came. Yeah. That, is, I mean, that is two more games from now. And when I say two more, three more games in fact, because they play the quarter final, play the semi final, they have to lose out in the final and then play the, the, the third place third game. Place and it's three more games. And in three more games, we definitely know that for them to reach that third place or to reach the final, they have to yeah. goals. You understand? So looking at all that, um, I feel uh, the reason why Kim is playing like that is because of the trust. We, saw, we have seen it to him in Tottenham where he has that faith in, in Son Yumin and that once he's that ball, he can actually score. Oh, yeah. And he has done that. I'm, I wouldn't tell him to stop as much as as much as I would love to see Kane scoring in the World Cup. Um, I think the, the priority is more of England winning. England progression. Yeah. progression. So if he's doing that and they are winning, scoring, and winning, scoring yeah. then he should keep it up. But in a situation like yesterday before the goals came in where no one like they are, you are creating and nothing's happening. happening at that point in time you should understand that okay this time you switch to be Your, that focal yeah. point so that they can actually use you and get the results okay mm. england senegal up next england france in the quarterfinal <laughs> as means if you want to watch uh the lingua, the lingua franca of africa battle i mean we'll see how we'll see how um Kawaka fares with Kylian Mbappe. I actually feel that he's going to have a good game. Um, I feel that the major issue will be more of Harry Maguire and Giroud. Yeah, because Giroud has been, he has played in the Premier League. Yeah. He has played against the best defenders and he has performed. And he knows how to play against these people. So I, I don't think, I think Mbappe might actually be limited a bit. Okay. Because as much as Mbappe will love to run strings around um, Kawaka. Kawaka. He, they, also, they also have to be wary of Saka. 
and we have seen that it's not about like you not marking you not being able to mark Saka <laughs> doesn't mean you're a bad defender yeah definitely we have seen him go against the best and when, we, when I say the best we're just taking the LS we're taking the best in Premier League mm-hmm. and we know that Premier League fullbacks are actually very very good because when you take a look at someone like um, um, Andrew Robertson yeah when ranking among the back, best left backs in the world is actually quite high and we've seen Saka go against the best and the best have not been able to stop him always right so um, I feel in as much as we the all we are all looking at Mbappe because he is the highest goal scoring in the World Cup and he's the, like almost one of the best performers in yeah. the World Cup right now, we we are actually forgetting the fact that um, France will actually have to go on to defend against Saka, and True. it seems easy, it seems easy, but Saka just needs one accurate cross to Kane and it's a goal. Definitely, and we're not even talking about Foden or Bellingham. And yeah, having, yeah, <laughs> we're having who? We're having, um, what's his name? Uh, the, the Barcelona right um, center back. No, 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 not Bamekano. The Barcelona right back that's playing, uh, he's playing, the center back that's playing right back for France right now. Um, his name is kind of skipping my head, just wanted to buy him. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're having him play at that position for them and he's, he has turned out good. Yeah. Irrespective yeah. of the fact that he's not a traditional right right back. Yeah. You understand? Uh, yeah, Kunde, thank you. Um, he has come out good. Kunde has actually played well and he's going to play against Ford in or Rashford. That's the thing. <laughs> Playing against France, right? Yeah. Take out Mbappe and it's off. That left hand is almost it's, dead. Yeah. Kiss doesn't bring that energy. Right. Um, turn your way around and you look at um, Dembele. Dembele is very lethal, crossing, shooting, everything, both footed. So it's going to be a very, very tight job for Lukshaw. Lukshaw, definitely. I yeah, feel like definitely. that's where England should be warrior. warrior yeah. But you remove these two players, right? And that's what we call the squad depth that France have. Yeah. They really don't have that depth in particular. When these players go off, we know they're not going to go off, but if they go off, there's a drop off. If England makes their swap, there's no drop off. <laughs> and we haven't even seen Madison. I feel like there's one player that we really need to see, see in the World, the World Cup. Cup. Because <laughs> Madison is one player I know that give him his chance and he's going to make his name. He's not going to, he's not going to slouch. All but right. that brings us to today's games, right? Um, Japan, Croatia, Croatia and Brazil, Brazil South, South Korea. Korea. Yeah, we're having our Asians. We, we lost one from Asia, Australia. And now we have two more. Uh, do you think today is going to be the end of it? Uh, you know, we've like, like we we said yesterday, yeah, on the last episode. Um, it it feels like we've exhausted our shockers. <laughs> feels like we've exhausted the currents, the electricity, um, for this World Cup. You know, but then. We never still know because it's football. We never actually still know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Japan, Croatia. I actually did not expect Croatia to be in the round of 16 anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really didn't expect them to be in the round of 16, but yeah, they are. And I think, you know, it's this at this stage of the game that regardless of how um the teams played like how the big teams played in group stage i think this is where they will show themselves because it's like okay we made it out of the group stage eh, why not just one more step 
ahead one more step one more step but i think it's it's still, it's also still the same mentality that japan will be bringing into the game yeah, japan i think they are running on more horsepower than, than croatia because they are coming from top in a group of germany spain yeah they, exactly so like they have they have they have the winning mentality exactly regardless we, we know that they have always performed better quite all right they have won their games in a, in a, in a, in a, well, in a eight minutes span yeah where they have scored their two goals to come back less possessions exactly <laughs> But we have seen them win it in a situation where they are very, very tied down and they can't yeah. actually do it. They actually breach from the, the operation from the opposition team. Yeah. But yet, when they get their chance, they still use that chance to actually like score. Yeah, so I, like, I, I don't take anything out of them. I feel like, uh, quite alright, I see that the uh, smaller teams are not going to really be able to push against yeah, and actually get qualification. But um, looking at the Japan-South Korea game, I won't take it away from um, Japan. I feel like they, they, they have something in the game to play. Okay. Uh, Japan-Croatia, what, what are your predictions for that game? Now, it's actually, I've been thinking about it since, since last night. Um, yeah. Because in as much as I, I want Croatia to win the game, yeah. like as a big team per se, right? But when you look at Japan, you look at how we have played, we have talked about it a lot of times. We use, you feel like they have something in them yeah. that they won't, I won't just die out to Croatia. Immediately, yeah. So I, I honestly have to go for a draw. I honestly okay. have to go for a draw because but... it, doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like it's a game that Croatia will run away with. Okay. I feel like Croatia will definitely score first, but I feel like the, the Japanese will equalize. Okay. I, give, I, I think I'll go for a 2-2 draw. Okay, 2-2 draw and Croatia qualify or... That, that, that's tricky. That, that's very, very tricky. For this, for this point, for this point in time, uh, I think I'll leave it to fit. You leave it to fit. Yes, I, I just go with my draw. You can just go with your draw. Well, I'll go two one Croatia to win, Penalty. Japan. <laughs> I'll go two one Croatia to win Japan. Ninety minutes, no penalties, no extra time, no nothing. Write it down. Write down my correct score. Japan Croatia two one. <laughs> Croatia to win. Yeah, 2-1. Okay. Well, um, I go with a draw, but I'll go with Croatia win. Penalties. Uh, win on penalties. Penalties extra time. Any. Okay. All right. Ah, that's one prediction out of the way. <laughs> we had it's, for... it's, a really, it's a really tricky game because when you look at them, look at how they play, yeah. look at the intensity of their play and everything. We know that Japanese, they are really ducky in defending. Jap- Japanese only go against them was, was a penalty. And quite the right, Spain scored from a, from a, um, a cross yeah. when Morata scored. But still, they still we can say that, yes, yeah, Spain did not play their best in level on this and that. that don't take anything away from the Japanese team. Definitely. So, uh, I won't be surprised if they win the game. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah that, still, that could actually happen. I still go for the 2-2 draw and encourage us to qualify. All right. So, according to our predictions, Croatia is qualifying ahead of Japan. Japan is going home today. That would mean one Asian team gone before the Brazil-South Korea match, if it plays out the way we predict. Yes. Ah, Brazil-South Korea, as a Brazilian. We don't need to talk much about this. I feel like if we're talking about the second entry in Brazil-South Korea game, um, first of all, We'll praise South Korea for getting here. One. Secondly, we'll praise them for keeping their nail down in their last game. I feel like that, that was the most important fixture for them, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll praise them for keeping their nail down in their last game. But most importantly, and when I say most importantly, we have to remember that Brazil is playing their full 11. 
<laughs> we really don't know what their full level is. Yeah. But what we know is that Neymar is back training. Neymar is back. He's, he's back from his injury. We agree that um, Gabriel Jesus is out of the competition. Yeah, out of the competition. And is still yeah. out. But we have Vinicius, Martinelli, Anthony, Rafinha, a whole lot, and Richarlison <laughs> is still there. <laughs> exactly. So um, I told you this yesterday. I'm not reaching preparation. I still go with Brazil for you. Ah. But smile. I feel I feel like the Brazil jinx has been broken. Yes. Defensive jinx. <laughs> I feel by like just one goal. By just one goal. Yeah, one without, really. Without Thiago Silva Martinez on the pitch, the jinx has been broken. My man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You see, this kind of thing now. If I if I if I say the score in my mind, it will be like they will hit my score before they hit your score. But I'm I'm actually playing safe per se. I'm going to three now. I'm going with three nails. <laughs> Coward. Hey. Yeah, and I feel like yours is more is feasible. Um, in the sense that, um, if they hit the third goal around some, some let's say seventy minutes, right, they will be looking to see out the game. Yeah. But um, in as much as I want to believe the South Koreans, they were turned apart by Gen- by Ghana. Yeah. Exactly. And Ghana is not. That great compared to <laughs> Brazil, exactly. So I I I won't feel like my conceit too old. It will only be that, that three in the first half. Wow, because okay. I I want to be that they will be defensive quite all right. But yeah, it's not going to be more of their their poor performance. It's going to be more or less the clinical nature. Okay. Of Brazil. I feel like today is going to be that day where we'll see their clinicality because they have been they have been poor really since the beginning of the World Cup. Yes. Except for Richarlison in the first game, second yeah. game was four, but still, I I believe when reach four. All right, okay. So our predictions for today are set. Yeah, what yesterday? What were our predictions like? Yeah, we're very close because I went to a training training for both games and, and I went to one three one. Yeah, and it showed that <laughs> we were really that close. These uh, options. <laughs> I almost hit the as you said, I almost hit the correct score twice. Yeah. It was the, the late penalty minute, from Lewandowski. Next, a ninth added minute to go. Yeah. That took it away from me and I was really And gave it to me. <laughs> and I felt like I was going to lose the one against Senegal again. We called the way the game was going. But yeah. still, um, the three nil for me, the France correct um, Senegal. France win okay, was the yeah. three points for three me. Points for you. But the correct score of three one for you was six <clears throat> points for you. Yeah. And then for the England Senegal game, the correct score of three nil was six points for me, and then three one win by the England win. Yeah, three points for you, which meant that was nine points, and that takes us back to our scoreboard where Williams is sitting at eighty seven points, adding nine to that, so we'll take him strictly up to ninety six, zero to hundred. Exactly. Yeah, you believe. There. And adding nine to my own point takes me to ninety. Mm. Almost there. Road to hundred. I feel like I'm easy today. We'll see. <laughs> well, anyway, that brings us at ninety six, ninety. Very close margin. Very close margin. Has been dating for almost seven days now. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, we, we really, we, it's really surprising how long it has been since the World Cup began because. Yeah. When we talk about the episodes and this and that, every single day is back to back. It seems very, very energetic and all. Yeah. And to think about the amount of games we have to watch for this, it's really, it's really <laughs> crazy. I thought, I thought that football was just all about enjoying it, but when you watch boring games, you start hitting football. Alright. But anyway, we have come this far, and Steve Williams is, the, is still in the lead. But it takes us into our games for today: Japan, Croatia, and the Brazil, South Korea. Would this be my day? Mm, hopefully things might change for you. Yeah. And you might you get, get yeah, you might hit two corrections, get twelve, you know. 
<laughs> that's, that's the only way. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we've come to the wrap up of today's episode. Uh, we hope today's games go as we predict. We hope to get the correct scores. Hit. Get the six points. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. So thank you guys for listening today. Uh, this is still the World Cup series on your favorite podcast, not just, no, just sports. sports, with Will and Jay. I'm Will. I'm Jay. And we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the podcast you just listened to. If you did, tap the follow button and turn on notifications so you don't miss out on any of our episodes. See ya!